In today's show, we have news about uh, Orlando International getting a new, well, I should say new, a refurbished That's uh, Disney store. Mm-hmm. Mickey Soundstational Parade returns to Disneyland. Yes. Changes coming to Sleeping Beauty Castle trivia and so much more. All that in today's Disney a Parks a Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. How uh, how you doing? How was your weekend? Good. How about you? Good, man. We were both together on Saturday. Saturday, yep. Up at the uh, Treehouse Villas. Yep, my friend uh, James and Susan had a Treehouse Villa pate. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. But a lot, a lot of people there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's only one problem with the Treehouse Villas. Getting there. Getting there. <laughs> oh, two problems. Getting back. Back. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, we parked at the closest... Grandstand. Area. Grandstand at yeah. the, the Saratoga Springs. Mm-hmm. Walked about a mile, mm-hmm. half mile, mm-hmm. and just got lost. We got lost getting there. Yeah, but we didn't get lost coming back. Thank mm. you, Sid. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just, that's I'm, the only downside. I'm not good with uh, directions. Yeah, which way? No, I'm I'm okay with directions. I just don't know. Well, am I going east? Am I going west? Did I go this way coming in? I'm not good with that. Uh, we took a we took a wrong turn, oh, and going from in? that spot, I have no idea. And I don't know how that place is laid yeah. out. Yeah, I know it's. I think it's essentially a, kind of a, a big circle. Yeah, I get that, but yeah. still, it's kind of awkward for yeah. me. Uh, and the way they have those things laid out, yeah. some you can walk through from right. one part of the road to the next part. Some are cul-de-sacs. Right. And uh, I wonder why they don't let you park your car like. Near your thing. Why is there like the the parking areas, but not near your? Yeah, like yeah. why can't you just pull? Yeah, because you're raised up. Yeah. Why don't you park underneath? Uh, yeah, underneath it. Yeah, you fit know. two, three cars under there. Probably they don't want cars near there for idiots would run into them with, with sure. their cars. Uh, and I'll say this: had a great time. Mm-hmm. Our friends, amazing hosts. Spent a lot of time, met some new people, a lot of a lot of friends. One one small thing. Did you notice how incredibly uncomfortable the furniture was? I told you. Uh, <laughs> listen, <laughs> the furniture is uncomfortable, so you'll get up and get to the park and start spending some more money. I, they one, don't want you lounging around on the couch all day. At one point, I was sitting on the couch, and I had a pillow behind me mm-hmm. because my butt kept falling Pass a, and I think it's because the furniture is just slap wore out. Yeah. They need refurbishments. Yep. Uh, still great, loved the experience, but the 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 cou- uh, couches and the chairs were not the most comfortable I've no. ever sat in. No. Other than that, no. it was a great great evening. Yeah, and listen, I like the trails because they're kind of away. They're very quiet. If you're looking for some quiet space at the end of the day, or the beginning of the day, or the middle of the day. Treehouse Villas are great for that. Absolutely. You know, because they're really not near the regular resort. They're away from that. They're nice tree. They're not on top of each other. Yeah, spaced out well. They're nice spacing in between them. But I still, 
very awkward angles and shapes of the rooms. Yeah. You know, it's not very, it doesn't feel spacious because of its, you know, hexagon shape. Right. You know. But I will say, the bathroom, the main master bathroom, mm. huge. 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 A walk-in shower thing. Huge. Awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, the tub is in the shower. Yeah. We have yeah. a name for that, but I can't say it here on the show. Okay. That's uh, terrific. But <laughs> it, was, it was really great. The only place on Disney property that's as good as that as far as quiet is the mm. campgrounds. Yeah. That's the that's cabins really, there are the nice. Cabins too. or even if you're in a in a trailer, of course you mm. got neighbors, but yeah. the cabins there are the bombs. It's super quiet. Yeah. And if you're lucky, the two sounds you hear mm. outside of nature, of course, mm. are the train whistle so, and, the, and the the friendships when they yeah. come by and they toot the little horn. <laughs> toot, toot. And which is great for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh anything else before we get into the shoe? Nope. I do want to say that today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at the Orlando Like a Local podcast. You can go visit them at orlandolikealocal.com. Check out their weekly show where they give you all sorts of really cool tips and tricks so you can save money and time and have the best visit to Orlando, whether it's for business, whether it's for a family vacation, whether you're an old pro or your first time. Check out orlandolikealocal.com. They live where you vacation. And uh, with that, let's get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. There's going to be some newly reimagined magic happening at the Disney stores. It's now open the Orlando International Airport. Guests arriving or departing from Terminal B at the Orlando International Airport will now find even more Disney magic. Jig, jig, jig. With the opening of the newly reimagined, it's not new. It was there before. I just feel what disingenuous saying is new. Saying uh, the new magic of Disney shop, mm-hmm. the reimagined. I think this one's new. The one at Terminal A by Terminal oh, A. Oh, that's where they, they close out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the new magic of Disney shop, uh, this reimagined merchandise destination, is the perfect spot for kicking off a Disney vacation or picking up those last minute whoopsie souvenirs for friends and family you weren't thinking of. I added that part. Mm. Back home. Designed with an open and contemporary layout, guests visiting the location will discover the best of what Disney World has to offer. Because basically it's probably an amalgam of everything that Disney has to offer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, new design elements include spectacular imagery, oversized digital displays that will bring to life the beauty, uniqueness, and magic from all four theme parks. You ever notice that the water parks don't get any love? No. Hmm. A curated collection of beloved merchandise awaits travelers from apparel to accessories to home goods and iconic mouse-eared headwear. The location will also carry must-have items that are currently available exclusively exclusively in merchandise locations at Walt Disney Resort, such as the Potion Purple collection of products. Oh, gosh. From special events like Epcot International Food and Garden Festival. Cool. Mm -hmm. The newly transformed Magic of Disney Store joins the existing airport store, which is located in Terminal A. These retail locations combine with Disney Magical Express and the popular minivan service, which provides direct transportation to Disney Resort Hotels. Uh, They are a great example of Disney's strong continued partnership with the Orlando International Airpuerto. So they I, got them on, on Terminal A and Terminal B. Yeah. 
I can't wait till they put mouse ears on the top of the airport. I know, man. Why not? You know, mouse ears on one side and yeah. a Harry Potter wand on the other. Yeah, Let's be yeah. done with it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Really? I'm down with that. Yeah, and uh, they can make Terminal C the uh, Universal lot. <laughs> Terminal A could be Disney. Yeah. Terminal B could be Universal. Mm-hmm. Terminal C, Sea World. Sea World. I drive. Yeah, whatever. Fun spot. <laughs> okay. Um, I have to go. I have to figure out if I can go see this damn parade. Because when it first came out, I really liked the videos that I saw. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'd like to go see it. It's almost like a marching band, you know, but with all Disney stuff. So the Mickey Soundsational Parade is returning to Disneyland. Uh, as part of the Mickey and Minnie celebration at the Disneyland Resort. So as part of uh, Mickey and Minnie's surprise, it's not a surprise, we all know. Da-da-da. Uh The iconic duo now have a meet and greet together at Town Square Theater in the Magic Kingdom. And Mickey's sensational parade is returning to Disneyland Park. Mickey and his drum corps kick off a whimsical, musical procession of Disney characters. Goofy tows a larger-than-life pull toy inspired by the classic and nostalgia Mickey pull toys. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> no, I think it's the, if I remember, it's the Mickey Mouse Club drum kind of thing. Probably. Yeah. Uh, Chip and Dale arrive with a giant celebration cake, as always. <laughs> After uh, debuting... Uh, the new Get Your Ears on Celebration dance party at Tomorrowland Terrace. Guests of all ages will be able to move and groove each night with their favorite Disney characters. Listen up for the infectious celebration song, It's a Good Time, along with other popular <laughs> Disney tunes. What a catchy name. Uh, well, it's just like Disney+. Plus. Uh, of course... <laughs> <laughs> the Disney crew has donned their party best. Get your ears on. Look out for Mickey Mouse and his pals in new fashionable outfits. They can't wait to get you uh, get to Disneyland and celebrate the 90 years of memorable magic with the legendary duo who started it all. Mm. In addition, Mickey's Mix Magic... <laughs> Uh, lights up the night with his all-new high-energy projection, creating a family-fun da- dance party throughout the park. Also, for a limited time, get your ears on. Specialty food, beverages, and novelty items and merchandise are available to guests to celebrate the beloved duo in fun new ways. <laughs> I did see uh, some imagery. Uh, they, they're doing all of Main Street, yeah, Castle, amazing, and... Right? Uh, it's a small world. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Yeah. And it looks like some stuff is like motion. Like it looks like it's running. Yeah. You know, down Main Street or back that. Yeah. It's very cool the way they uh, incorporate that. I know that in the past people have said, you know, I, I really love the Disney Parks podcast, but you guys mm-hmm. seem to be really negative. And I'm not, this is not a negative comment. Yeah. But I really, it bothers me when they talk about, well, Mickey and Minnie started it all. No. Mm-hmm. Walt Disney said, and I quote, yeah. was all started by a mouse, not yeah. mice. Yeah. That's just me being a little ticky. Not that I don't think that right. that Minnie doesn't deserve her day in court, right. but I'm just saying, it's just one of those little ticky things. Yep. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
Okay, until June comes, we're going to keep it this thread that we're going here. Great. <laughs> okay. Until June 26th. <laughs> then I, I'm doing the trivia that night. All right. Uh, last week we had a trivia question. We got a lot of responses. Did they now? Um, were they, a lot of them were right? Uh, a good majority of them were right. Sure. I had some weird ones. I was like, what? <laughs> Okay. Well, 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 we get there. We'll get there. What was the tr- what was the question? The question was: When Buzz first meets the aliens at Pizza Planet, who or what does do they claim is their master? Say with me now: one, two, three. The, the claw. claw. What was the weirdest answer you got? Uh, I think somebody wrote like Mary Poppins. I was like, <laughs> Hey, like if what? you're gonna worship someone, you better worship someone who's practically yeah. perfect in every yeah. way. Have you seen that video of the uh, bathtub scene? I have not yet. What? You got to find that. Is it from Mary Poppins? Yeah, it's from Mary Poppins. I, I'm trying really hard not to. I have oh. not yet seen Mary okay. Poppins. Oh, I'm not to, holy mackerel. I'm trying not Hey, so, I'm going to need your well, Disney card, too. I'm going to need your Marvel card because you haven't seen Black Panther, so <laughs> shut the front door. I'll tell you what. If it wins for best picture, I'll go see it. It's too late now. You've already seen Avengers Infinity War, haven't you? Uh-huh. Why bother? Well, there you go. All right. Then I'm done. All right. My do- job here is done. Uh, we had a winner. I can't remember who it is. Oh, it was Laura. Hey, uh, congrats, Laura. Yep. It's in the mail. Actually, today went in the mail. So it's really in the mail. Hey. All right. This week's trivia question, John. You ready? Yep. Think Toy Story Brain. <sighs> of course. Every <laughs> trivia question for the last six months has been Toy Story. What is the name of Sid's dog? Now, before I answer that question, shouldn't uh-huh. we flip at some point and start doing Star Wars trivia? Because they've already opened Toy Story Land. Are you doing this for the movie? Yeah, I'm doing this for the movie. Oh, oh we could do it for Star care. Wars. Too. I'm just checking. Uh, Sid's dog was named Doug. I just met you, but I love, I love you. you. Very close, very close. That's not it. Dang it. Uh, please send the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> to Disney Parks Podcast at Gmail dot com. Somebody's out there going, Hey, wasn't Doug? Son of a gun. Dang it, Donahue. Uh hey, we just got done doing the uh the live Patreon show. Every Monday night at seven PM we do a show just for our Patreons. Don't know what that is? Well, it's a special group of people who love what we do here and want to support the show. Uh it keeps the show live, it keeps the show mainly free, and it keeps us from having to hawk everything, including underwear with Disney mm-hmm. logos on it. Although and maybe coming soon too. I wouldn't be against that. That's it. Uh, go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast and check out what we've got there. We've got an amazing tier of rewards. We've got all sorts of content that's just for you guys, exclusive ad-free shows, exclusive video content, and we've got tons of awesome rewards for our Patreons. Uh, if you go to DisneyParksPodcast.com, you can see the wall of awesomeness, mm. uh, which all, all of our Patreons. But if you would like to support what we do here, please go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks a podcast. Uh, very excited by this. I, I'm shocked that I, I'm actually really kind of looking forward to this, although I've had something sort of like that in yeah. the past. Mm. Uh, but new details are surrounding Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. Uh, earlier this month, Disney reported that the Lightning McQueen Racing Academy would be open on March 31st. And uh, they have just released a brand new video featuring the creative director of the Pixar Cars franchise, Jay Ward, pulling out the big guns, in which he goes into some detail about the brand new experience coming to Hollywood Studios. Ward said, and I quote, this is a chance to meet McQueen in person. He's talking to the whole audience at the first. 
interacting with him. That's a first. Hmm. Telling you his tips and tricks, and you'll get to meet all of your old favorite gang from Radiator Springs as well. There's plenty of humor, plenty of fun, and plenty of action. But at the same time, he thinks there's a good message about it, uh, talking about working together as a team. Nice. So it's not just fun, it's edutainment. Oh, nice, Disney. There you go. Two first. So are you going to then get to interact with Mr. McQueen? Like, you know, get a picture with him or a selfie or ask him a question? I don't know. I hope so. I remember when you could meet Tomator and Lightning at uh, Hollywood Studios. Mm. I know they exist. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what this is going to be like. I hope so. Well, those were stationary. I have a feeling these are going to be moving vehicles. Yeah, I do as well. I don't think they're going to be probably not bolted to the ground. Full size. Probably. I don't know. We'll I see. Know. I, I yeah, I don't know. They're really not showing us anything. Where are they putting it? Where is this going to be at? This is going to be in um, the black box, the building by Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Oh, maybe there might be some motion. Yeah. Probably not a lot, but that, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. I'm I'm excited by it. Okay. Um. Hey, Project Stardust, John. Do you know what that means? Code uh, word Stardust. Is that a is that a uh, David Bowie alliteration? Yeah. Okay. It's a Disneyland project called Project Stardust. And this is the beautification of Disneyland. It's one way of putting it. As if this diamond doesn't need any more, you know, mm. facets on it, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so as we inch closer to this Galaxy's Edge opening, <laughs> Disney feels that the park is not looking its best. Need, needs to be plussed up a little yeah. bit. Needs to. I have a theory about that. A little that. polish, a little paint, a little cleanup. Yep. So uh, during the uh, next few months, the improvements have uh, been going on for some time now, including the addition of the Tropical Hideaway and Adventureland. Mm-hmm. They're looking for distractions from the shiny thing over here to maybe want to come over here a little bit. Yeah, maybe just a titch. Yeah. Uh, they're reconfiguring uh, queues on several attractions to mm-hmm. allow for better flow. Uh, the replacement of the streetcar tracks on Main Street, that was done. We remember that. They mm-hmm. shut that done. Mm-hmm. And much, much more. One of the big changes that I just heard about, too, is the beautification of Sleeping Beauty Castle. Yeah. Apparently, there's been some serious deterioration going on. It's what, 60 years old? Yes. Well, the old gray mare, she so, ain't what she used to be. Yep. So Disney stress the importance of refreshing their assets, including Sleeping Beauty's Castle, as part of their park beautification plan. This is also why uh, the year, according to Disney Imagineer Kim Irvine, the castle will add some subtle changes that will add a little pixie dust to it. Could mean anything. Exactly. I saw the picture. They're adding very minor details to Sleeping Beauty's Castle, too. I, I guess beautify. Uh, the improvements that will be made to the castle and its rooftops. I've heard that some of these rooftops have been starting to collapse and fall apart because I think because of the Christmas things they put on. Mm. That's just me guessing. I'm not an Imagineer, but I'm under that assumption. I've also heard that they're making sure walkways are getting wider, You know, removing anything. They will... Keep people from flowing to... Like benches? Could be benches. Uh, That's purely a rumor. Yeah. I also know they're trying to figure out 
how the flow is going to be. Like, you know, there's only going to be really on one way in, one way out. Right. They're trying to figure that out. Um, so there's a lot of beautification going on at uh, Disneyland. Nice. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I Are mean, we going to get any beautification? Well, maybe th- that's what they're probably doing to the front of the Hollywood Studios. Yeah, I think giving that it's beautification. Yeah, yeah, I think they're they're pretty much tearing the whole park up. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I get, they're going to. When are they just going to park a big uh, ATAT out front? They call it Star Wars Land. Uh, Star Wars Park. And that's at at to at, you. At, okay. That's at at to you, brother. Okay. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. It's exciting times. I have to remind myself that Walt said that Disneyland and by association, yeah, Disney, Disney World, World, Walt Disney World will always be in a state of change. Right. And I try really hard not to get too attached to anything in particular. Right. You know? Uh, so to that end, mm-hmm. a brand new restaurant is going to be opened up this winter at Disney Springs. Pepe by Jose Andreas is going to open this winter at Disney Springs. Excuse me. As we're waiting for the much-anticipated news of an opening date for Haleo, mm-hmm. the upcoming Spanish restaurant, Disney Springs, whose building resembles the outside of an artichoke. No, no. joke. We do have confirmation that the first-ever brick-and-mortar location of Jose Andres' Spanish food truck, Pepe by Jose Andres, hmm. will be opening as a quick-service restaurant this winter at Disney Springs. Now. So this is the new thing they're doing. Yeah. We'll make this big restaurant, then we're going to put a little thing in the front. Well, the previous location was Wolfgang Puck's. Yeah. I can't remember the official long title of Express. Uh, no, Wolfgang Puck's Express is still over it. Yeah. But it was a Wolfgang Puck dining area. Oh, yeah. And then they had that little yeah. section in right. the front where they serve right. pizzas and a couple right. other things. Yeah. This is kind of the same thing. We're going to have the big, you know. Uh, dining. Yeah, the big dining, which is Haleo. And then right in the front, we're going to have Pepe. Pepe. Pepe in the front. Uh, Pepe by Jose Andres will be attached to the upcoming new Haleo restaurant, which will feature an extensive menu of hot and cold Spanish-style sandwiches, hmm. including bocatas and bikinis, uh, showcasing hmm. the best of Jose's native of Spain. Additionally, salads, soups, and sides, along with the Spanish sangria, you had me at sangria, mm-hmm. uh, will be served to round out the menu. A a bocata is a true taste of Spain. Believe me, one bite and you are transported to the perfectly crunchy bread with all of the flavors coming together in perfect harmony, said Chef Jose Andres. Mm. I don't know if that's how he talks, but in my mind, that's how <laughs> Chef talks. Pretty close. Uh, Pepe is my favorite bocatas from all across Spain, and I, I look forward to sharing them with guests at the Disney you're, Springs. You're sliding into like a Ricky Ricardo now. Hey, <laughs> no, that's Cuban. We don't want that. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the walls of the new quick service restaurant will be decorated with an elaborate mural of Mark Jesus, a famous uh, Menorocan painter, mm-hmm. and will feature his ever-happy blue-skinned female characters. Uh, so are, is this another Pandora? avatar thing? What the hell? <laughs> uh, the space along with the adjoining Haleo will be designed with celebrated English, uh, uh, excuse me, Spanish designer, uh, Julie Capella and features design and decor, which represents the colorful and dynamic culture of Spain. I'm so excited for what Haleo is going to bring because God knows Disney Springs needs something different. Yes. Uh, other than I'm a, excited for this an place. Italian really restaurant. Am. That's true. 
now. I love my Italian restaurants, but I also would like some other food. I, every I now do and again. as well. And my only, my only subtle, subtle gripe about Wolfgang mm. is it's mainly Italian. Yeah. Italian inspired. Now yeah. they've, they've branched out and done some other things. And it's amazing food. Yeah. It's my home away from home away from home. I'm surprised he's not doing uh, more California style like he does in his California restaurants that are very popular on the West Coast. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm I, not. I don't know why he's not bringing any of that uh, to this. Uh, well, when you when you look at what works at Disney Springs, mm. he's. In the Italian. wheelhouse. Yeah. He's right in the wheelhouse. Yeah. So Haleo opening up is is super exciting. Mm. Uh, it's a great location. I want paella. That's all that I keep saying. I, I'm dreaming of the paella. Yeah. That's that's my Big yeah. That's my dream right now is that paella. I might have to take a loan out, but you and I are ordering a big-ass paella. I'm sure it's going to be for two. I uh, don't think they're going to make a small one. Yeah, I don't think so. If they're going to go through the trouble, they're making a big one. Yeah, and I'm yeah. sure it won't be cheap, but it's going to be that's worth fine. it. That's fine. We'll so share with the whole table. Heck yeah. I'll share it with tables that don't even know me. It's like, yeah. hey, you got to try this paella. Yeah. yeah, you've seen how that I That happened am. to me at the boathouse with uh, the big Alaskan sail ship cake thing. Oh, the uh, baked Alaska? Yeah, me and Al John and Kristen were you know, finishing up our dinner. The table next to us ordered it, and they couldn't finish it. So like, hey, you guys want it? We're like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try it. Yeah. yeah, I think we we didn't finish it. We passed it around to another table. I know it's yeah. crazy. We did a we did an event there when I was with a travel agency, and I think there were only like twenty some of us, and they brought like five or six of them out. We're uh, like, no. no! <laughs> so yeah, we had leftover. I'm sure <laughs> it, we just turned them into shakes because yeah, yeah. melted. All right. Yeah. All right, next up, Shanghai Disney Resort is announcing their Zootopia-themed expansion. Uh, the Shanghai Disney Resort has announced their second major expansion since the opening in 2016, a Zootopia-themed land based on the Walt Disney Animated Studios film of the same title. will be the park's eighth themed land yikes in the first ever zootopia themed land at any disney park that's awesome yikes i uh, guess we'll be able to experience the mammalian metropolis <laughs> go ahead mammalian sure uh what he said uh, metropolis of zootopia where everyone can be anything a new attraction being blended Disney's storytelling along with this state-of-the-art technology will bring the characters such as Judy Hopp and Nick Wilde, fan favorites, movie to life. Visiting guests will also be able to immerse themselves in a new entertainment merchandise, food and beverage offering as well. Construction of the new land is set to begin later this year. I wonder if our friend Lon is also working on this, because he did some art on this film. Did he? Yeah. I'll have to... Send him a message. See if he's got some involvement. Uh, that would be cool. I don't want him to break any golden rules, but yeah, I'd just like to know. It'd be nice involved. to know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Shanghai Disney yeah. Resorts, yeah, uh, they're launching a new Shanghai Disneyland annual pass. I don't know why this didn't happen from I, day one. I don't know. I think they're probably just trying to figure out how to make it happen. Uh, well, there are a lot. There's <laughs> so. Do you just open up the floodgates and like let everybody have one? Yeah. <laughs> well, 
Officially available beginning January 25th, the brand new annual pass <laughs> provides incredible value for guests, giving them the opportunity to enjoy a full 12 months of magic at Shanghai Disneyland with family and friends from year-round themed celebrations with exciting entertainment and festive decorations to unique merchandise and memorable dining experiences. The launch of the Shanghai Disneyland Annual Pass will give guests the opportunity to experience up to an entire year of magic and fun, with pass holders being able to celebrate the resort's seasonal campaigns throughout the year. Again, from colorful spring celebrations and cooling summer carnivals, to our wickedly wonderful Halloween party and enchanting winter holiday season. The new annual pass will be valid for 365 days, allowing multiple entries by the same guest. The annual pass uh, validity period will automatically begin for 15 days after the date of purchase. However, guests can begin using their annual pass immediately after purchase in order to enjoy up to 15 days of complimentary access. So why do you think you purchase it and then it takes 15 days for this thing to get activated. Beats me. That's weird. The new annual pass is available at three different tiers. The Any Day Annual Pass, which grants mm-hmm. guests park access on any day during the pass validity period. Wow. They <laughs> named that so perfect. Spot on. The Weekday and Sunday Annual Pass which offers a minimum of 250 days of park access during the past validity period, including most weekdays, most weekdays, most weekdays. Sundays, mm-hmm. and part of the summer and winter holidays. So there's blackout periods and no Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Sunday annual pass, which allows pass holders to visit the park on most Sundays, ensuring a minimum of 45 days of park access during the past validity period. Children, seniors, and disabled guests can purchase passes at reduced rates as well. The new Shanghai Disneyland annual pass is available for guests to purchase beginning uh, now and uh, through multiple official channels, including the Shanghai Disney Resort official WeChat account. The Shanghai Disney Resort official WeChat annual pass and mini program, quote, e-gifting, Disneyland main entrance ticket booths, and the Shanghai Disney Resort Reservation Center at 400 one eight zero 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 or uh 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 country code eighty six two one three one five eight zero 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 zero. Beginning February fifteenth, guests can also purchase the Shanghai Disneyland Pass via the Shanghai Disney Resort official website and app. Uh, guests are encouraged to redeem their annual passes at the Shanghai Disney main event ticket booths and guest services center during the park hours as soon as they make their purchase in order to enjoy up to 15 days of complimentary magic. So I have a question about this. Mm. So le- uh, Go ahead. So let me ask you this. Do you think this pass structure would work here in the States rather than our Disneyland and Disney World pass structure the way we have it with the platinum, gold, silver, Epcot only? After four, anything's possible. Uh, I Would think this trim down Disneyland's population? Possibly Disneyland Grace? and Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Let me throw my question out, and I think that, right. and we're getting ready to get controversial. So, first of okay. all, let me state this: this is just a question. I'm not poking fun, and I'm not trying to be controversial to be controversial. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about China mm-hmm. and their credit score, their credit. Uh, access. Mm. Have you heard about this? Yeah. 
So I'm wondering if how that plays into it. Mm, maybe there's that's why there's that 15 day waiting period. Correct. They have to do their credit check to they have see. To do their due diligence. Yeah. So let's just say that you you've done something, you fall below their yeah. You know quality. So you, yeah. So Citizen. I'm wondering how that factors in too, mm. and that's something else that could happen uh, because if you pay for a year and then for one month you can't travel mm. because you're you're under restrictions. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, Google Google China credit restrictions, all that stuff. Mm. It's fascinating. It's horrible to think about that yeah, it would have terrible years. way to live. It's terrible, but that's the way that they're country runs and you know we're just watching it yeah which is visitors but i'm wondering if that that factors in as well because yeah. that's that's got to be something that they can turn that off the drop of the hat. Yeah. so then the other question i was thinking when i heard this is why is there not uh and maybe there's not a demand for it, maybe there's just not enough people uh that would do it or use it uh you know we have the the passport which includes disneyland and disney world why is there not a world passport that allows you then any park admission in the world. I will venture a guess that the hoops that the Disney company would have to jump through with all those governments mm. would be astronomical. And the pass right now is two thousand dollars mm-hmm. for East Coast yeah, and West Coast right. of the United States. Right. So I'm sure there's not enough people to say, Well, I go to all the parks, you know, multiple times yeah, a year. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'll be fine. You know, unless you're. I, I think that's a very small minority um, of us Disney nuts. Very small minority. <laughs> you know, know, and if when you, my private jet, you know, fires up, I'm yeah. ready to go. Yeah, and if you and if you can afford that kind of thing, you're not really worrying about yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? That's my guess. Yeah. What do you guys think in the chat yeah. room? Yeah. Okay, uh, Disney has fired up their uh, delicious Disney dining fine dining series once again. Yay. And uh, they're taking it to the next level, my friends. Yeah. So they announced three dates this year. Uh, the, the Delicious Disney Chef Series, which is storytelling with food, fine dining events that celebrate the culinary skills of some of Walt Disney World's resort's most talented chefs, has announced three upcoming nights. All three dinners will be held at... A secret disclosed location. No, it'll be held at Markham's, which is at Golden Oak. What is Markham's? Is that a... That's the building on the left that you pass before you get to uh, the Four Seasons. Oh, that's... uh, I thought that was like a clubhouse. It is a clubhouse, but also their dining area. Oh, I did not know that. Uh, How would I? Because you haven't been in it. Or or, or dined in it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, I stopped and went in it once. How to the second? How long were you in that building? I was in there a couple minutes. Till <laughs> somebody said, "Can I help you?" Can I help you? I'm just leaving. No, I was just looking. That's all I said. Huh. It's okay. I turned around, and walked out. Uh, this is Golden Oak, uh, which is Disney's upscale residential community featuring homes in the multi-million-dollar range, and Markham is not usually available to the public <laughs> unless you're Tony and you just walk in. <laughs> Do what I did. Please don't do what I did. Dum, ba-dum, ba-dum, bum, bum. Can I help you? No, just leaving. <laughs> Security. Uh, where's your restroom? I'd like to steal. I mean, I'd like to take a napkin or a 
guest towel. <laughs> Something with golden oak on it, please. All right. First up, January 28th, 6.30 p.m. It's a little early to be dining. Well, fine dining, should I say. But I guess it's going to go pretty long, so. Uh, is $399 a person. Woo, girl! And uh, you'll celebrate the 60th anniversary of Sleeping Beauty featuring Chef Dominique Frioni from Citrico's at Disney's Grand... Yeah, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Then, February 25th at 6.30 p.m., they've reduced the price down to $349 per person. Because you're only getting a salute to Walt Disney's It's a Small World 55th Anniversary featuring Chef Tim Mejos from The Flying Fish at Disney's Boardwalk. They knocked 50 bucks off us because you're going to be listening to the It's a Small World theme all night long. <laughs> and then on March 25th, 6.30, once again we've been reduced down to 349 you get the fantasy culinary adventure of Dumbo. Featuring Chef Michael Rodriguez from Yachtsman Steakhouse at Disney's Yacht Club. If you'd like to make a reservation for any of these fine dining Disney series, call 407-939-5773. And if you notice, that is not the normal phone number. Correct. <laughs> Correct. You know what I find so funny? Um, I'm... I, may, I, I may want to try one of these. Girl, you better take a lot of pictures. Uh... I think, I, think I also have to suit up. Oh, yeah. You definitely have to suit up. Yeah. What I think is funny is the guy from the Grand it's Floridian, they're, they're popping at three $3.99. That goes to show you what they think yeah. of the flying fish mm-hmm. and the yachtsman. And Citra Coves. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, yeah. Flying fish and uh, yeah. yachtsman. Yachtsman. Uh, so this is funny. I might want to try the small world one. I think that'd be fun. I think that'd be fun. Uh, <clears throat> here's the thing. So this, I'm, I'm currently trying to launch this thing on Wednesday, right? Mm. And I'm wrestling with the price tag. Mm. And I'm like, what do I charge this thing? And it's a 12-week course thing. I'm mm. pouring my heart and soul into this. Yeah. And I'm like, God, what? how much do I charge? I'm like, do I, do I charge 125 Do I charge $200, $290? $299. It's the going rate. Mm. $299 for 12 weeks of hardcore fixing your life. Not One good. night. A three-hour meal, mm-hmm. tree ninety-nine, mm-hmm. and I'm like, there is something wrong with the world. Oh yeah. So anyway, and if you think of it this way, it's really like a twelve-hour rental. <laughs> twelve-hour, eight maybe ten, eight to twelve-hour rental. How are you renting it? You're gonna poop it out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> in a shorter period of time. <laughs> That's not. I had no idea where you're going with that, but now, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a, a rental. You're just renting it for three ninety nine. It's a little high on the rental. You're rate. borrowing some nutrients. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you're probably going to be drinking some fine you wine. Scrape a little off the top. Get rid of the rest. Don't say scrape. Don't say scrape. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh what do you guys think does this sound like something that you would do uh i would hey if you guys want to adopt me and tony we will gladly go mm. to let you know how it went yeah uh we'll bring you back the uh uh golden oak little bathroom towel soap. things and soap maybe <laughs> we'll figure that out yeah uh other than that we want to encourage you guys to uh, visit us at disneyparkspodcast.com check out our show notes sign up for our newsletter why not we crossed a major milestone this week with our oh, newsletters. Yeah, really. I mean we we finally reached a point where you know our our email newsletter service said you got to pay up, boys. 
That's that's great. That's finally yeah, it took us a while. Well that's a good problem. Uh, visit us at Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all at Disney Parks Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Disney Park Podcaster. Sorry, uh, and make sure you go visit our shop. We've got new stuff that's going up there all the time. And uh, other than that, anything else? Yeah. Alrighty, kids. Make sure if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a out of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through